Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tesla Life number 226 here on the 27th of October 2021. And we'd like to thank Mr. Hockey Day for sharing the weather across the board for us this evening. Although I'm going to have to say that uh, it was extremely nice uh, late afternoon here in Kitchener. It got up Same uh, here. to a, a really nice, uh, when the sun came out, it really warmed up. So that was nice to see. But uh, yeah. those days are numbered, as uh, Hockey Day has told us. Uh, fall is definitely here, and uh, we can expect some more wild weather coming our way. So, But with that, uh, we'd like to introduce you to Miss Casey Green, who joins us from the D.C. area. How are you today, sir? Doing pretty well. We got glazed, glanced with that bomb cyclone. We uh, had some serious winds yesterday. Uh, Model X, 6,000 pounds, and yet it, it was still being rocked when we were driving through uh, as the wind hit it. Did you guys get any over there? Uh, no, we didn't get okay. uh, didn't get uh, a burst, uh, so that was good. Uh, yeah. So it wasn't as bad as that hurricane video from Barrie, Ontario, where the Model X uh, right. survived, uh, but definitely buffeted around a little bit. Yeah, my uh, my grandmother's uh, inn is still uh, there. They, they, they're supposed to be out of it this evening, but uh, they, they're sitting in the dark right now. No yeah. power. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, uh, this week was pretty action-packed for Tesla, for sure. Uh, we have a ton of news, and uh, let's get uh, right to it. Uh, opening story, um, the 4680 uh, has been reported to be on track uh, for testing in vehicles as of next year. Uh, this story coming from Tesla Rati. Uh, and uh, it outlines uh, that we know that Tesla's been working on the 4680 for some time now. And uh, we know that uh, at one point it wasn't quite ready for prime time. And that was about the time when the refreshed Model S came out. And uh, we heard about um, that uh, maybe, the, I guess, the, the, the really super version of the uh, Model S was uh, eliminated uh, from the uh, docket. We didn't get a 600-mile car. Um, but uh, what is cool from this report is that with them getting ready to start testing in vehicles, it sounds like the actual cell part is now ready, um, where they're comfortable with how it's being put together. Uh, they're comfortable with its uh, performance. And of course, the next step would be to now start putting them together in battery packs and testing it uh, in vehicles uh, to assure uh, that the uh, performance and efficiency is what they believe it to be in a pack form operating in a vehicle. So you know what that means, Casey? That means that means Cybertruck, that means Semi, and that means Roadster coming. Yeah. Uh, because if they can get the uh, 4680 nailed down complete, that's the only thing that's stopping those vehicles from showing up. And that's that's where, you know, we've talked about on this show previously that that's where the delays come from, uh, yeah. is that they haven't got that uh, 4680 uh, set up perfectly the way they want it. And, of course, another thing is the, uh, the Model Next, uh, the next version of uh, Tesla, $25,000 U.S. car. Uh, that is tied up into the 4680 uh, uh, as well. So... And Model Y 2.0 as well. Exactly, exactly. So uh, all of that is contributing uh, to holding Tesla back. So if they can get the formula right and can start testing it in actual vehicles, 
then uh, we should start being able to see rollout of those uh, vehicles uh, come next year, which will be welcome news. Definitely. Also, I saw uh, Panasonic mentioned their 4680s in their earnings call, and I do believe Samsung was showing theirs off as well. So it looks like all of Tesla's, all of Tesla's external suppliers are on board, which is great news. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that will contribute to the volume that's going to be required. So uh, that will be uh, that will be definitely good news uh, for Tesla if all their suppliers are up to speed with it, which. If Tesla's actually sharing this information, which I assume they are, they would be with their, you know, key partners, um, I would think that uh, I'm not surprised that the others are up to speed quickly because Tesla's gone through the uh, the manufacture of these things now for over a year, and uh, being able to share that knowledge uh, with their suppliers uh, would get them up to speed rather quickly, I would believe. Yeah, I mean, why not have a build-to-order custom part from from somebody who's uh, who's accustomed to building it? And they're obviously really good at honoring their contracts of not sharing it with Tesla's competitors because we haven't seen the the Tesla uh, 18650 or 2170s outside uh, in the wild with other people's stuff. And uh, it also seems that other than some of the new EV startups, it seems everybody wants a large format cell, so that also seems to help them. Uh, But the Rivians are clearly not running Tesla chemistry. Yeah, though they are running, you know, large packs of tiny cells. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, happy uh, days next... got it right, sharing the design, but not the chemical makeup. That's right. Yeah, not going to give away the secrets, that's for sure. But um, um... I don't know. There would be super long range. I, I just expect that they're going to use it to reduce their costs, so that way they can make three large assemblies for the Model Y and get it out the door. Because as we saw, Herbert Deese was complaining that Tesla's getting a car out in ten hours to their thirty. This is about to change even further on Tesla's side. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. would, I would, I would uh, concur with that. Next, uh, Casey's got a story about the fabled CCS and what is happening Dude. with it in South Korea. So in South Korea, when it was uh, first unveiled to us by a, a user, we saw that it was getting under 100 kilowatts, and uh, yeah, 60 to 80, I believe it was. Yeah, uh, Patrick and I believe uh, Patrick and I, I believe, uh, had speculated it had something to do with the fact that they didn't precondition the car. Their state of charge was rather high, and the Model Three pack is a little smaller than the Model S and, and X pack, so. Uh, those two things didn't allow it to to really stretch out its legs. And so uh, (laughs) uh, Drive Tesla Canada has got another look at it, and it looks like they were able to achieve, uh, let's see. I think it was close to 100 in this uh, this round. This test, yeah. They were close to 100. And uh, this is the same guy. So this works out. Yeah. So we got more people that are ordering it, and uh, now they're uh, testing it and sharing the results on the internet. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be uh, if it gets into that hundred range, or maybe a little bit above that, that would be fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, but that's going to be uh, certainly a jump up from the uh, Chatamo, which was limited to what fifty. Yes. Uh, yeah. Theoretically, fifty. Uh, the most yeah. I ever saw was forty and change, uh, but typically it was thirty-eight, uh, which is uh, a lot faster than my home charger, because uh, my home charger was capable of 20, 20 or 22. But um, but the car, I think, uh, backs it down a little bit from that, because that 20 is, is on um, dual charger old Model S, and, and I've got a single charger uh, 72 amp. So 
pretty cool yeah. stuff. And and now that I'm thinking about it, uh, with Hertz rolling out their own charging network, if they do DC fast charge, they don't have to you know tie themselves just to Tesla, even though the numbers worked out for that. So they could then uh, use these adapters when they're at the at the bay and have whatever cars they want, which would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that hurts a, a little bit later. Yeah. But um, next, I uh, wanted to touch upon that Model S crash that happened back in Texas in the spring. And don't, the tell controversy. The, don't tell me that the constable was wrong. Uh, and, the, and the controversy <laughs> surrounding it. So uh, if you do remember, uh, back at that point, there was a lot of speculation uh, because, of course, a police officer was interviewed. And uh, a quick comment was taken from that officer that he uh, indicated that he thought there was no one in the driver's seat and uh, the car had crashed. Now, uh, the, uh, the, I guess the, the uh, telemetry from the car was collected and examined, and uh, they uh, determined that, uh, yes, there was a driver seated in the front driver's seat at the time of the crash. And on top of that, uh, they determined that the accelerator was being pressed as the crash happened. So that uh, definitely rules out that the car was on autopilot, which, of course, we believed uh, from day one, because, of course, autopilot uh, wouldn't really activate in that community without lines painted on the road, uh, which there were none. And... Uh, this uh, particular person uh, and a friend uh, in the car, uh, for whatever reason, uh, the uh, the driver was pressing hard on the accelerator. We, of course, we don't know the reason why that person was doing that, but the uh, telemetry collected definitely showed uh, that that was the case. So, uh, yeah, if you uh, press heavy on the accelerator of any Tesla, it's going to rocket away. Uh, and yeah. unfortunately, this one rocketed uh, right off the road and into a tree. Yeah, uh, Derek said 93%. Uh, I think I saw numbers as high as 98 and change. Uh, but I, I love the way that this report came out. It, it, it read very much the way that Tesla used to do when somebody would accuse them of unintended acceleration. They'd say, nah, uh and then the person would continue to, with their uh, uh, either lies or misunderstandings about what, what actually happened in the situation. Uh, I say misunderstandings because they, they may truly believe this with the adrenaline. Uh, and then they come back and say, all right, at this this many seconds, this happened. At this many seconds, this happened. And then the impact. And <laughs> that's exactly how this, this report read. And um, as, as I've seen, the, the Tesla can get up to extra legal speeds in a very short distance. And as these unfortunate gentlemen found out, that, uh, that it doesn't need tarmac to do that either. No, not at all. Uh, obviously, something was going on that uh, is unexplainable at this point, but uh, uh, the, uh, you know, these people lost their lives uh, from, you know, this mishap. Um, it, it's always unfortunate. It's, it's something that should not, uh, you know, happen. Uh, but um, again, we don't know what got into them to press the pedal uh, down as hard as they were doing it. Um, but uh, it, it's not a good outcome regardless, but it is interesting to see that uh, things that were being outlined as the problem at the beginning, uh, after the facts are, have been collected and analyzed, it turns out that that's not the case at all. So yeah. uh, it is good to correct, correct it uh, because, of course, I don't think you're going to see a lot of the news agencies that first reported that autopilot was the issue 
um don't i don't see them retracting their headlines um only one dana hall so it's it's not uh it's not something that uh you know typically gets reported after the facts are collected but we certainly would like to state uh for the record that that uh that has been collected and that is what the the group found out so yeah uh, i i might speculate that um you know they they had an advanced age on them they were inebriated uh, at least partially they were at a, at a party with alcohol uh, if you smash the pedal and then say it's in the neighborhood say there's some gravel in, in the in the road uh, and you try to correct it, it gets away from you and you're slow combined with drunk uh it uh it doesn't necessarily end well so no always be careful no, not yeah, like if you know as casey has mentioned hitting hitting that accelerator pedal you don't have much time to think about anything if, if you're in an inebriated state or not quite as you know uh, aware of what's going on uh that's even going to reduce your chances of uh safely getting out of that so that's Again, the responsibilities with the driver, the person that's actually controlling the car, uh, in all cases, uh, they should be the ones that are responsible uh, and should operate the vehicle uh, in that uh, manner. But um, in this case, it didn't happen. Uh, Derek points out that there were no lines on the road to allow autopilot to engage. Correct. Um, there are very few roads where you can get regular autopilot to work without lanes and you need like a pronounced seam etc and uh and tesla went back and tried or actually tesla loaned them a vehicle that was that configured identically to the one that they crashed and they were and the investigators were unable to get autopilot to activate because yeah. it should not have <laughs> yeah well with that uh casey's got our next story about uh battery packs and in a change what's going on there yes so uh, on all of the Tesla's standard range and standard range plus vehicles, they've decided that they are going to switch them all to lithium iron phosphate, not just in China and not just the sampling of Model 3s from Fremont, but every car they make that, that, that's not a long range will now be made with lithium iron phosphate. And uh, I believe they're prismatic and not, excuse me, not cylindrical, but uh, that, that part will change as the 4680s come online because you can put whatever goop inside you want. Yeah, the, the can doesn't really matter. Right. But um, that's kind of interesting that, um, so would that mean, and we don't know this really, but speculation is uh, where would where would those batteries come from? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that uh, whisper off to the side? Uh, mostly, mostly cattle, but I mean anybody can make these iron iron batteries. Uh, I'm assuming that all of the Tesla partners will, but but cattle has been the primary supplier of of these in the past. And okay. They'll probably and where do you the... think those batteries will be made? China. Okay. <laughs> so you think they'll be shipping containers of batteries over to North America for installation at Fremont well, and in Texas? Ship... Or they're do already you think... doing it from. They're doing it from. Um from japan with these 18650s so true um but i do expect that they will be bringing these in-house as well because they've got these massive factories they've got cato road they've got uh, uh terra texas and they've got giga berlin all getting ready to make their own batteries uh and, and as elon said they'll continue to buy everybody's batteries but they're going to bring everything in-house as well so yeah, that's exciting so, so that's interesting that um that all uh, SR and SR pluses 
are going to be using the new battery configuration. So, uh, and of course, uh, one benefit, well, there's there's good and bad. I guess the, the bad is, is that uh, slightly less mileage uh, with yes. the battery pack, about uh, 10 or 12 miles less. Right. And the other, the bonus part is that um, you can charge up to 100% uh, at home or at a supercharger. And, Hopefully not uh, a supercharger. They are not. <laughs> That's going how can I say? <laughs> yeah, they would. They will not. Uh, uh, I guess uh, hurt the battery, right? You can keep right. The the iron phosphates uh, that Tesla is using prefer 100%, while the um, the uh, nickel batteries prefer uh, 90% or less, and and so. This will allow more flexibility if you need that extra 10 miles of range, just fill it up to 100% uh, on, the, uh, on the iron phosphate batteries. Uh, but, but for the superchargers, the same rule applies that, that the longer you, the, the, the closer to full you get, it is going to slow down. Uh, it won't slow down as quickly from what we've seen on, on these cars supercharging. Uh, but basically you want to uh, let it go till you get enough to get to the next hop or two, uh, rather than try to get to 100% each time. But uh, novices will probably filter 100% until they, they learn that they don't need to do that. Either somebody will show them or they will just organically realize I'm wasting a lot of time at chargers and getting there yeah. with plenty of charge uh, that, to spare. You're right. That's an experience thing. People will yeah. people will pick up on that after they've done their, you know, the first or second uh, long-range drive, start to understand the cause and effect of, of charging for a long period of time or... A short period of time or somewhere in the middle uh it's uh it certainly is something that you learn over time uh with the tesla um and it's something that um uh you can you can perform in different ways based on the outcome you're looking for you know yeah like uh me personally if, if it's not cold or, or raining i'll i'll come sliding in at 10 percent range and boost it back up and go to the next one to uh again at 10 percent or so so value my time over the uh yeah the when, when i did when i did that long trek across the country um i was looking to, to have somewhere between nine and ten percent when i would arrive uh because yeah. i had no real uh having never driven that road before which was route 66 i really didn't know what to expect um and if it was uh, a couple of the uh uh charges or spaces between superchargers it was raining there was some mountainous areas uh so there was you know a question of how much is it going to how much is the tesla computer going to be accurate is it and I, i'm happy to report that <laughs> it was bang on like uh i was i was shocked at the beginning of the journey it would say you're going to get there with nine percent uh and you'll have to charge for 35 minutes and uh I have to say that the the uh, the guesstimates were were right there. Almost almost each and every one was was down within a percentage or two. Yep, you get there at eight percent or or ten twelve percent, and you charge yep. twenty minutes <laughs> and keep on rolling. And of course, Absolutely. you start to realize that after a time, if 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 you're eating up uh, the battery a little bit more than what you had expected, you know you back down by five miles per hour on the highway. Yep. And uh, that will that will give you that extra buffer back. So the energy uh, app is good. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, Mark, fact, did you get I, did you get your kicks when you were on Route sixty six? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, we played that song uh, from the old. Uh, I think it was who was it? 
I don't know. It was before my Sinatra time. Did, a, did a song on <laughs> Route 66. We played that on Route 66. So there that you was kind of cool. But I remember rolling into Salt Lake City uh, with only 10 miles left Ooh. of range, driving across Salt Flats. And uh, we were we were playing with the – at the beginning, I was going a little bit hard. And then uh, in the middle, it started to say, you know what? You're probably not going to make it if you keep doing this. So you back <laughs> off a little bit on the accelerator and uh, – by the time we reached uh, Salt Lake, uh, it was uh, it was only like uh, ten miles left, so uh, that was the go. closest we cut it. Mark was looking to join Club Static. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Cruising on Static, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the new version of Fumes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> uh, what do we got next here? Great uh, news. What's that? We've got so, great news. Yeah, so, so we talked about uh, a massive delivery center in uh, in Beijing. Well, now we've got one in Shanghai. So, uh, and, and of course the one in Japan. So we might see one in North America sometime real soon. I'm excited. <laughs> but that's, uh, so, yeah, that's number two for massive or colossal delivery centers uh, in China, right? Well, two in China, three overall, because um, they got the th the the... The second one was in Japan, and then the third one here is, is back in China again. Uh, it was, uh, they had a launch party, and I'm trying to see what date that was. October 22nd this opened, so this is exciting to me. Uh, Jay in Shanghai supplied us with some pictures of the party, and uh, they are not showing on my screen right now. Let me see oh, I can here. I can share some pictures. Okay. Let me just... Uh... It looked it looked just as impressive as the first one, but this one seemed to be from a parking garage underneath the structure, rather than inside it like the last time. Well, here's a here's a shot from the outside. There we go. It looks very similar, but you can tell it's got a slightly different style. I like the way that no two Tesla buildings look exactly alike. And then on the inside, the factories. There it is. There's the inside. Looks yeah, like you're right. Uh, it looks like a, a subterranean uh, service bay. Yeah. I like, the guy, I like the guy. I like the guy on the left with the with the Instagram um... <laughs> with the Instagram uh, window. Yeah, <laughs> frame. <laughs> oh, there's 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 two more. There's two more oh, in the background. Good point. I didn't see those. <laughs> and the big key card on the on the right. <laughs> and oh, then a, I guess a presentation with uh, sexy on the back wall. There you go. I, I wonder if they do the. Um... The, the the videos it just here's how to use your key card here's how to do the frunk and then they, everybody goes downstairs and, and picks up their car <laughs> possibly possibly yeah. but uh yeah another another big center opening so uh that uh that seems to be the the norm now especially for china the the amount of cars that are being delivered uh in that country is uh incredible and uh in order to, to facilitate that, uh, you're going to need a lot of big delivery centers, aren't you? Yeah. They're only exporting, what, 10% of their output? Yeah, about that. So there's obviously large demand and continues yeah. to be. So uh, that's kind of interesting that uh, that continues. Speaking of members of Club Static. <laughs> hey, Omar. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next, uh, just a short note, uh, Elon apparently is uh, set to meet with the Prime Minister of India again. Uh, so uh, he had met with the, uh, the Prime Minister previously, uh, and then that kind of set off the uh, uh, India rumors about uh, a production facility, about um, 
a factory uh, about something uh, going on in India. And of course, that ended up with a bunch of Model 3s and Ys being shipped there, some superchargers being set up, and Tesla uh, testing the vehicles in the country. So uh, <clears throat> that's been going on. And of course, we heard the rumors that the roads aren't all that great. And maybe the Model Y is the vehicle for India based on uh, having a little bit better ground clearance. So uh, that had come out previously. And then uh, the final thing that we had heard uh, was that, um, uh, of course, India has a, um, an import policy uh, where there's a large taxation. If you're importing any vehicle uh, over a certain value, it, it certainly gets extremely high. And of course, Tesla's vehicles are all over that amount, basically. Um, so uh, they, uh, they were bantering back and forth asking India to help us out by uh, lowering that uh, taxation rate uh, so we could see what kind of demand uh, there would be for the actual vehicles before we, you know, drop $4 billion on a new plant. Uh, they want to see what kind of uh, uptick they're going to get uh, from vehicles in the country. And uh, at that point, things kind of stalled uh, and have been kind of in limbo. I imagine in the background, the testing still going on. But uh, that was the uh, latest we heard until this uh, little bit of news about uh, Elon going to uh, have another meeting. Uh, whether that's going to be in India or somewhere else, I'm not quite sure. Uh, but um, that, uh, that might uh, give Elon the ability to have a direct audience uh, with the prime minister to uh, you know, present his case. Uh, here's the metrics that we've collected so far. This is what we could see the country uh, would have interest in purchasing vehicles. And uh, you know, let's, let's compare apples to apples and see if uh, it makes any sense for a production facility to be built in the country. I wonder if this is their longest, most public uh, negotiations other than being able to legally sell cars in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and they haven't come out on top of that one, have they? Not no, yet. they haven't. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple of Indian friends who, who tell me that, you know, from, from, from a young age, they're taught negotiation. Everything's negotiation. So uh, it seems that, uh, that, that Tesla's up against a, a bunch of folks that are very skilled at negotiating. So uh, I'm curious to see how much compromise will actually be had and how much uh, they'll get what they want and how much uh, Tesla wants they'll actually be able to uh, achieve out of this. It'll be interesting. Exactly. To see, yeah. They're going to get well, that you know, it's You know, it, it's got to come on hard facts, right? Like, yeah. you, there's no way you're going to drop $4 billion to build a plant and, and uh, not realize what the market demand is. Um, yeah, you're going to want to do more than break even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what, uh, you know, there obviously there's a, a percentage of people in India that would like the car, uh, like the cars, the more expensive cars. There's certainly a lot more people that would like, say, the Model Next uh, that hasn't come say, to yeah. market yet at all. <laughs> yeah, you want to have that, but, that, that, that in place, ready to go, pumping out cars. That way when the, yeah. when the China China Design Center says, here's here's the Model Next, you can then take your local design team to India, see what, what, what you need locally, and then start pumping them out. So right. if you already have the plant up and running, experience with Model Y, uh, Model 3, whatever you need, then, then that's that's a step in the right direction. You don't want to be coming out with the plant and the new car at the same time. That, that puts you in, in on, on the wrong foot. Yeah, you, def you definitely want some of those uh, bumps ironed out before you even attempt to do that. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. 
Uh, speaking of bumps, uh, we've got this uh, cool little photo uh, that, uh, let me get it uh, lined up here, that was shared on Twitter recently by a uh, Andre Bohr. And uh, I saw this on the weekend and said, okay, there's something up here. There's <laughs> something up. So uh, I've got it. Let me just share it. And here we go. So, oh wow! Checking this out. This is a Model Y with is the spark plug um, or the, bolt? the twenty inch. <laughs> yeah, Casey, it's it's a spark plug. <laughs> how do you lose that going down the road? <laughs> yeah, well, how do, how does it get lodged in the the sidewall of a car like this? Well, I mean, clearly it it, it came out of the car in front of him. <laughs> Well, I, I don't think someone lost a spark plug in their car in front of them. Uh, you know, someone could have just thrown a spark plug out their window that wasn't connected to the car in the first place. But There's I that. just find it remarkable that a spark plug, which, of course, is not a knife. Uh, no, it's very dull. How, you know, how does that lodge inside the tread of this Goodyear uh, tire almost completely in the sidewall? There, it's, it's in the tread, very edge wonder. of the tread. But that is yeah, the I would most say a turn, bizarre yeah. <laughs> picture I have ever seen uh, with uh, a spark plug. Like, is this the revenge of the icy vehicles? Uh, are they coming for us now? <laughs> this is uh, remarkable. Um, and uh, it, when the picture was taken, obviously the tire didn't deflate immediately. So right. it is holding <laughs> some air. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a remarkable picture. All right. I was going to suggest, well, maybe it was hit a couple times and, and got a point, but at the same time, if it was hit a couple times then the bolt pattern that you used to screw it into the engine block would not be that pronounced. It would be frowned That I think it's incredibly bad luck, <laughs> <laughs> but at least it was the tire and not something that, you know, needed paint or, or, or body repair. Yeah. And, and I can guarantee when you go to discount tires, say, can you just patch that? The answer is going to be no. no. <laughs> The answer is going to be, you need a brand new tire, my friend. Uh, it's probably sorry. a $600 repair right there. No patching on, on... this. Um, yeah. So, uh, when it gets so close to that on sidewall, that you're out of luck. <laughs> yeah. Man. No, no envy here. That's crazy. <laughs> well, here's a question, and I don't know the answer. Uh, you know, with the Model 3, it's got that foam on the inside of the stock right. tires to uh, yeah. help deaden the noise uh, of a tire. I'm wondering if the uh, 20 inches has that foam uh, in the Goodyear tire uh, because uh, the standard ones that we received on our Model 3s were Michelins. And yeah. uh, I wonder with the smaller sidewall if there's still foam in those Goodyear tires. I don't know. Well, if anyone, have foam in them. It's, it's if anyone is foam. out there and knows, uh, send us a note. But uh, that just came Actually, to mind because of that small, that small wall. Uh, you know, obviously it could still fit the foam in there, definitely. But yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if uh, all the tires uh, get that treatment. Um, like I said, my Model S didn't have foam, but my Model X does. Uh, and I, I said the current ones have black foam, but the, the old ones had, uh, had had a cream-colored foam. So I guess it's just whatever's cheapest of the day. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> no one sees it, right? Like, right. <laughs> it's like, I demand I want black foam with my black tires. I'm sorry. I'm not I taking... wonder if the black is just part of the prep, because tires themselves are, 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 are like a kind of like a uh, uh, like an Oreo color. Um, like the cream when they're when they're fresh, and then yeah. as they vulcanize them, they become black. <laughs> so yeah. You can imagine someone saying, 
my uh, white foam isn't white enough in my tire. <laughs> I need you to take my tires off the rims, replace that foam, and then rebalance the tires. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Not at all. Well, now we're getting into the, the real meat of this week. And, of course, uh, Monday, this news hit the uh, the news press. And what was that about Hertz, Casey? So uh, Hertz has decided they were going to purchase 100 thousand model y or sorry model 3 standard range pluses and um then it, it came out that they are going to um then uh, in the initial purchase allow up to fifty thousand of them as uber rentals so so that the uber drivers can now have a tesla which is extremely cool and and, and when when they announced the uh, the uber announcement they also announced that that was just their first Batch. So they by 2023, Tesla is going to deliver them 100,000 uh, Model 3s, and then they've now implied that they're going to order more because they they clearly said they're not going to give half of their order to Uber. So that's even cooler. Uh, the prices are extremely nice. Um, you don't have to bring the car back full, but you do have to bring it back on 10% at least. <laughs> and um, and through the end of the year, the uh, the rate is going to receive a a discount. Uh, in the two hundreds of dollars, but typically the in the three hundreds of dollars range, and um, it's 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 a move in the right direction. And, and now they have themselves a proto robo fleet. Uh, all they need to do is buy the FSD package, and and now they have themselves a, a robo fleet whenever that becomes legal. Uh, the other the other thing that was pointed out is that 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 Hertz doesn't t- tend to hang onto their cars for too long, so this will help them on on resale. But also because it does last so long, it's going to help them with maintenance. Uh, they won't save them that much on fuel because they pass that off to the customer anyway. But um, if they do hang on to them longer, because because the car is able to be resold and last longer, that will help them save a little bit of money in the long run as well. It's exciting stuff. Yeah, that's 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 brand new. So we this is the the largest purchase of rental vehicles from Tesla ever. Um, yes. 100,000 have shot uh, over, like you said, over 14 months, I believe the production period is supposed to be. Um, but um, I was looking at some of the details uh, from the Hertz side of things as to what they require. And as Casey mentioned, you're going to get the car at 80% uh, at least, uh, and you must return it with 10% at least. And with that, there's no requirement to pay anything extra. Like you don't have to pay a fueling charge uh, if you've only used between that uh, 80% and 10%. If you've used that uh, 70% of range in the car, you can just return it and that's the end of it. Uh, You also do have the ability, of course, to use the supercharger network. You can plug in and and the Hertz will ding you after the rental because they get their their, uh, update from Tesla later and they will... They'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> they will find you because they have your credit card. So, right. Um, so there, you there is a, Yeah. There, there is a waiver on the uh, supercharger fee for the people who are uh, renting during the discount period. So your supercharging is also free uh, while you get that discounted rate. But uh, once that's over, you'll pay full price for the rental and you will pay eventually for your supercharging. And you also have the ability as a Hertz customer to plug that car into level two or whatever you can find elsewhere and pick up a charge uh, however you like. Either paying for it or part of the free infrastructure that's out there if you're 
getting dinner somewhere and you're using a, a restaurant L2, then you know that's just yeah. a bonus for you. Or but, you can plug uh, into your uh, destination at the at the level one character. Um, don't steal the kit. If you do, they will charge you full price for the kit. That's, that's right. That's as right. well as the J1772 adapter. Don't lose that. They'll charge you full price for that as well. Plus a yeah. restocking fee on both. <laughs> There's no free lunch. Definitely. Definitely. But uh, another uh, note on this uh, on this purchase of 100,000 cars uh, is that uh, Hertz basically paid full pop. Uh, the uh, the amount that was quoted in the articles was $4.2 billion for 100,000 cars. And of course, that works out nicely to $42,000 a car, which kind of indicates that this is definitely going to be an SR+. Plus. Uh, and uh, $42,000 for 100,000 cars each uh, is a nice uh, a nice pickup for Tesla, definitely. Yeah, so we've got like, a lot of good comments on this. So uh, David is saying that it's a great mainstream endorsement. Um, uh, Breakneck Trent brings up a really good point that uh, the CEO of Hertz is the former CEO of Ford, <laughs> Mark Fields. <laughs> And he chose to go with Tesla. In fact, he is even quoted on the matter of saying, "Go with the best." Uh, he didn't. He didn't have any uh, any, any orders for his. Uh, so his no escorts, employer. huh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Omar pointed no out no fusions in that order at all. <laughs> no fusions. Uh, Omar, they did. They did reserve the ability to buy other EVs, but uh, apparently none of the other EVs passed their their standards yet. Uh, Omar said, "Great job, Hertz, doing the right thing, fresh out of bankruptcy." And um, Hockey Day pointed out that it would have been two full years of Mach-E production over at $50,000 uh, 50, cars a year. So that's very much like we saw with uh, Rivian and Amazon is, do you produce for your, your, your biggest customer or do you produce for the onesie twosies? Right. And then Omar also pointed out that if you stay at a hotel with a charger, it's typically included with the, with the room uh, unless you get to a really nickel and dimey um, hotel. And yeah, Kenny so that's that, that's going to be something too that uh, we're going to have a lot of people that are exposed to an EV uh, for the first time uh, that yeah, they will have a Kenny, choice. That's a good point. Yeah, and uh, you know uh, they they did some pricing estimates. In fact, uh, even on the Orlando website for Hertz, you can even sign up for the car ahead of time. Um, so into May, you can see the prices, uh, and uh, basically. It's about eight or ten dollars more a day uh, compared to the standard one that's uh, being offered. So, uh, and that's nothing a, with the gas price. It's a choice uh, that is easy to make if you don't have to put in any fuel. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be something that. Uh, what a great way to introduce somebody to it um, if they can understand the charging thing. I like, think it should be fine. If, if you if you come from a, a gas car and you've never had the experience of an EV at all, I can understand why some people may be hesitant to do that because they're going, right. I really, you know, or do they just throw caution to the wind and say, hey, it's Hertz's problem. But well, uh, if, and, and, and if they get Hertz is smart, it. they'll they'll put on the on the advertisement they'll put that this has a two hundred mile battery or whatever it actually is for standard range plus these days, and then the person will be like, I just need to go to the airport and back twice. And I don't have to fill it up. I'm now saving eight minutes plus the the hassle of having to come from the airport gas station yeah. to the airport terminal on, at the last moment. Uh, and Kenny brings up a good point that uh, they could use the uh, the Tesla training channel to have that pulled up after they clean the car, so the person can learn how to use it. Uh, and then Hockey Day and Derek are both asking about the power. Uh, will it be in chill mode? 
uh, and what will they limit the max speed on their fleet? Um, if they limit the max speed, they'll automatically put it in chill mode unless Tesla gives them uh, fleet controls. And um, in the past, Hertz has offered some, some very powerful vehicles and their existing Teslas, the Model S's and X's that they, that they have in the fleet today, are not yet in chill mode for, for most of the markets. So um, history says probably not in chill mode because yeah. they can get you for that rental damage. <laughs> Remember, they have Did your you buy the waiver? <laughs> yeah, and their signature. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but that, very cool uh, that we can start seeing uh, Teslas available at different Hertz dealerships. There's going to be a rollout. They're not going to be available at all Hertz uh, dealers uh, to start with. Uh, right. But uh, starting next year, uh, they start to roll that out. And Hertz says that they'll be pushing it out uh, throughout the year uh, and uh, basically doubling uh, a year out uh, for uh, <laughs> locations that will have uh, access. Uh, Trent says you're probably going to see some rented Teslas at the pump confused. I, I, I believe it. And it won't be like that. Uh, those, those stunts we saw with the lady yeah, and a couple of yeah, the kids. The, or the fake stunts, yeah. So buy the insurance, right? Uh, or, or make sure your credit card has it on there already. One or the other. Right, right. Oh, the Tom Brady ad is another good point. So now they're getting free Tesla ads. Somebody else paid for and produced. Because Tesla yeah, with, doesn't with doesn't older vehicles in the background, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is good news all around. There's just so much in this, and actually, that's what uh, led uh, to another story that we'll just uh, we'll we'll get to it. It's almost there. But, okay. Uh, we'll uh, the next uh, thing I wanted to touch upon was some FSD beta, and of course, uh, our resident expert Casey has been uh, continuing with it. Uh, yes. We wanted to point out that this week, uh, 10.3 was released. and I, I had it. I didn't drive it, but I had it. quickly <laughs> pulled. Uh, During from... my stream, they downgraded <laughs> me to regular regular car. I didn't, I didn't listen to the beta anymore. And, but, and you should have heard day. the outcry on Twitter. People were losing their minds that they could no longer activate FSD beta. And uh, all sorts of uh, people coming up with crazy explanations as to why that was. <laughs> uh, but it turned out that Tesla discovered a bug and uh, they found out that when the, when the car got into um, suspended mode, it screwed up and didn't come back uh, with the right programming didn't and, back uh, up. <laughs> caused, caused problems. And of course, uh, Tesla had never experienced that because of course they run their simulations 24 seven. They never stop. So the, the car didn't have a time to go into suspend mode. And, and then uh, the real cars, they, they, they have the team drivers. So driver A gets out, driver B gets in, they tag, That's and right. then they go on. <laughs> That's right. So they didn't experience that until that happened. So uh, yeah. they pulled it. Uh, they worked on it over the weekend. Uh, and then about uh, a couple hours later, they released 10.31, uh, which had a fix in it and was pushed out to everybody. So, uh Casey, how's it going? It's been another week uh, since yeah. we talked to you about this. What what are you seeing uh, in your uh, in your experience? So so after they downgraded me to no FSD, so I didn't actually experience ten point three uh, at all because it stayed in the driveway. Uh, I woke up, hit the update, then started the stream. Then I was planning to go down and try it out, and then I inadvertently took it off by running the next update uh, live. Uh, <laughs> But uh, the next day they gave us uh, 10.3.1, and uh, that one seems to be an improvement. Uh, it, it, it was really annoying at first because it was too timid and, and everything like that. And then I said, uh, let's throw caution to the wind. And, I, and uh, they gave us the ability now to set chill, normal, or average. 
and aggressive for the way that it processes things. Uh, the, I didn't try chill because the other Tesla chill modes annoy me, uh, but the one thing I do like about chill mode is it doesn't do rolling stops. Uh, my car uh, will do touch and goes, and those aren't legal. Um, anywhere. But when, right, anywhere. Uh, so then I, then, I, then I changed it to uh, aggressive, and, and I'm finding the performance is, uh, is improved over 10.2. Uh, the only thing I miss is uh, it doesn't launch as much as 10.2 did. So we take a turn, and sometimes it will take its time to accelerate. Uh, not slow, like like in the public builds, but um, uh, not not uh, push you back in the seat with ludicrous mode anymore, uh, unless it thinks it's going to get run over. It, it, well, you want a happy medium, right? You don't you don't yeah. want ludicrous mode once you turn, and you don't want it to slow either. So. It's 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 a judgment call as to uh, how aggressive you want the car to be, and I, I heard that they're thinking about kind of rolling that into the software over time to allow people to set what you know what what they're comfortable with. Yeah, and that was one thing I did notice is when I went from average to aggressive that the speeds increased. They weren't like they were before, but they were no longer uh, me feeling like I was going to get rear-ended by, by letting the car drive itself. Uh, when I had an average, I, I didn't try chill, and I, I don't think I will. Sorry, uh, unless this unless this uh, Friday next Friday bill doesn't come out, then I, I might try chill over the weekend when 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 people aren't rushing to get to work on time. Yeah, home from work with uh, their anger issues. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, that's yeah, that's kind of interesting. Um, and uh, based on what happened with the previous story with Hertz. Um, Tesla, of course, uh, hit a new high, uh, one did. trillion dollars in uh, evaluation, uh, stock uh, over one thousand dollars a share, and uh, sustained uh, for a couple days now. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's it's all new records uh, for Tesla. It seems that the Hertz thing really pushed them over the top because once that news hit, the stock price started to rise. And didn't stop to it uh, crested uh, nine ninety five or something, and then it blurped a little bit, and then uh, went over the thousand later in the day. So uh, yeah, that's um, that's a, a new record, um, first time uh, they've ever reached these heights in share price, and of course in evaluation, and uh, that uh, that's all pluses for Tesla. Absolutely. Let's see what they closed at today. I don't check it every day, but I check it a lot. 1037.86, as uh, as Derek was saying. Nice. And after hours, it's gone up another $24.26. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's shocking. Um, where does it go from here? Uh, again, oh. don't take it place from a podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, uh, it is something that... Uh, uh, I know none of us here know where it's going. Uh, otherwise, we wouldn't be on a podcast. We'd be busy uh, getting drinks on a private island at this point. Yes. But uh, <laughs> it uh, it is something that uh, is, from the outside, it's remarkable to watch uh, because Absolutely. of the the initial timidness of Wall Street to, to uh, I guess, uh, acknowledge what Tesla has and what they've done and where they are currently and then uh, these every once in a while, there's these spurts and jumps uh, based on, you know, like, like the news of 100,000 cars being sold at once uh, is uh, 
you know, with Tesla approaching what we believe uh, close to a million dollar, a million cars to sold sell this year, having a 10% uh, uh, bump uh, in one sale, it's a great thing. It's a wonderful thing. But does it cause the stock to jump? Or is this, is this such a thing that, uh, you know, this was the final straw on the camel's back to make the camel break? And then, boom, uh, we had to do this jump. So uh, it is... Uh, it's something uh, remarkable to watch from the outside. We really don't know what's going on, but uh, uh, that uh, that's uh, for Tesla, man. This is this is fantastic. Happy day has a good point. What if you bought the shares instead of a car? As long as everybody didn't do that, it would have been uh, yeah. Very loot, loot, loot if good. everyone did that, then Tesla wouldn't have made it this far because no one right. would have bought the car. But uh, uh, speaking of uh, of the the hundred thousand, if you order the Hertz config, you know free paint white and aero covers uh in canada right now your uh expected delivery date is september of 22. <laughs> so. yeah i want i wonder if the date being pushed back and pushed back and pushed back was them knowing the hertz deal was coming <laughs> right <laughs> that was hertz actually manually going through and clicking yeah the it's going yeah times. ordering them one at a time one at a time <laughs> yeah exactly maybe that's what it was <laughs> Uh, that would have been funny. I, I imagine they have a way to order multiples and still pay full price for it. <laughs> yeah, most likely, definitely. Mm. Or, uh, or they got they got the intern to do it. Hey, uh, go go talk to Tesla and, and tell them what we need to do. Go to the dealership, the store. Sorry. <laughs> uh, next story is uh, just one that uh, uh, yeah. it's, it's been bubbling for a while, but uh, Casey's got one about the app and what's coming to the app. So we've been talking for a little while, especially at the end of the show last week, about the new Tesla software update that will allow you to look through the car's cameras as well as project your voice through the car's pedestrian warning speaker uh, while it's parked uh, using sensory mode. So as long as your sensory mode is on and you're running the right car software version, which used to be 2021.40 or higher, but uh, there was a release today, 2021.36.8. Apparently it's close enough to the 40 uh, that uh, we've seen now one or two people demonstrate uh, in the app, um, looking through their car's um, cameras in the app. Yeah, so we got this uh, photo from Twitter just at the end of the day here. Yeah, I saw and the video. He, uh, the guy recorded his, his, his screen on his iPhone, uh, and it worked as expected. Uh, you do need the premium connectivity package for this to work, which I expected uh, even before Tesla announced that they were actually going to do this. Uh, it's like, hey, it'd be great to use that premium connectivity to look at your sentry mode, and uh, there, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you swipe between the cameras or you tap which one you want to look at, but um, when you do, it'll show you the corresponding camera uh, in the app at the top of the app. As we're seeing, each of these segments is, is a different um, section. Uh, each, each segment was a different screenshot. Uh, so. Right. So uh, you've got three uh, shots, the front, the side, and the other side. And, and the uh, rear. You and you can flick between them by just touching on the, the areas. Yeah, uh, and you can, you can view the rear, too. He showed us all four sides. Uh, okay. The same ones you see if you're inside the car using your uh, your Tesla player or your um, or if you pull out your sentry mode and you, those are the files you get. So it's pretty cool stuff. So I wonder if this is going to help Wham Bam Tesla Cam. Uh, I, I hope so. <laughs> will this be a whole bunch more of entertaining uh, videos uh, where owners are being alerted in a restaurant and uh, quickly respond to the situation by either running out 
or uh, yelling dancing uh, Russian girls the or whatever to, yeah. to shoot their voice to the uh, pedestrian maker, uh, pedestrian speaker. But, exactly. Uh, uh, the 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 folks who were demonstrating for us, none of them have mentioned that they were able to get the voice situation working. But Elon um, tweeted oh, for sure they're going to offer us the, the voice projection. So that's exciting. So uh, first of all, you need uh, the premium connectivity for it to yes. work. You need, of course, the update, uh, and you need uh, you need to be an iOS. Uh, currently, there is no Android uh, system for this. I imagine it's coming, uh, like uh, like other options, uh, but uh, iOS was released first. Uh, so we'll have to see if uh, if uh, Casey will have to side load or if it's going to show up uh, quickly thereafter. I don't intend to side load anything uh, <laughs> with my car keys in it. <laughs> Good choice. Good choice. Yes. Um, so what is this round labels you're talking about there, um, uh, Derek? Because in Florida, you're not allowed to identify a uh, rental car because people were being targeted and mugged. Um, so I'm, I'm curious what you mean here. Um, and then Hockey uh, Day says there's a quantity button. So let me go to Tesla.com real quick and try to order Model 3. No, I don't want to make a favorite. Hey, uh, yeah, so if you can... If you can just put in a hundred thousand, put in your right. order and quantity one hundred thousand. Submit. Whoops. Order. Order now. Uh, I want the standard range plus in white. With the no, don't give me. Oh, they want to give me the premium wheel. So fifteen hundred dollar upgrade. Black interior. It's uh, not much on a single car, but man, a hundred thousand cars. Right. All right. Um, I don't see the quantity. It only offered me one. We'll have to check that out. Um, Due today, two hundred fifty non refundable. I'm not going to go further to find out. <laughs> Hockey day. Add, uh, add, uh, add where you found that. Uh, yes, oh, well, you said there isn't. Okay. Oh, isn't? Yeah, there okay. needs to be. Yeah. Uh, but but I do know that that you can go to your uh, local, uh, either online or or to your local store and say, hey, I need ten of these. Uh, so I imagine that they just said I need one hundred thousand of these. And I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think it was Mr. Fields walking into his local <laughs> Tesla store and saying. Uh, yeah, I need to order a couple of cars. Uh, let me sit right. down with a sales guy here, and uh, <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, we want white. Uh, we'll take the standard wheels, and uh, we'll take a hundred thousand. How's that sound? Yeah, you're on the doors. Well, yellow label like a seal for cleanliness. Oh, okay, so may maybe, maybe that's just a way for the porter to know which truck it goes on. Like the uh, like my like our volts. Both of our volts had a made in Michigan sticker with the with the union name on it. Yeah, that was on the inside of the door. Yeah, you couldn't see that from the outside. Yeah. Cool stuff. Well, that's uh, that's about it for this week, and we're looking for more stories uh, this coming week. And uh, stick with us throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter at the Tesla Life. You can also follow us uh, through the week on our Facebook page, which is the Tesla Life Numeral One. And uh, Patrick uh, curates that, uh, and you can see Patrick's not with us tonight. Uh, hopefully, he'll be with us next week. And uh, future free from fossil fuels. There you go. Had to happen. <laughs> Had to happen. Casey, Casey batted that one out. That's good. That's good. And we certainly uh, thank Casey for his help uh, with the uh, live podcast uh, that we certainly have been enjoying for some time now. So thank, uh, you. thank you very much, sir, for that. And yeah. uh, with that, uh, we want to thank all of you out there that uh, have been watching us. Uh, 
If you haven't already, please give us a thumbs up at this point. It definitely helps. I sound like a broken record, but it does help. It does. Please give us that thumbs up. And if you haven't subscribed, press the subscribe and you'll automatically get notified whenever a show happens and you'll be in the know every time. Yeah. With that, I've... we thank you all. And uh, Casey, any uh, parting thoughts? Yeah. So I've been I've been uh, recording FSD, doing its stuff, and um, I've got about four cameras full. Uh, it won't be like my deep dive videos where it takes me longer to get the videos out than than it does for Tesla to send new ones in. Uh, I've actually downloaded uh, three of them now. I've got one more to go in between this show and what drives us, and uh, expect me to uh, to get some of those up. And then on Sundays we've got the longer live stream that includes uh, not just Tesla but also. Uh, the cleaner, greener world out there. So that's at youtube.com slash Casey Green. Fantastic. We'll be definitely yeah. be joining for that. And uh, you can join us next week and we'll find out together what's going on in the Tesla life. Good night, everyone. Have yourselves a great week.